book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, it says this. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the, touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. You know, when I was a kid, there's this game called Connect Four. Actually, my wife came up with this title after she heard me share it with her a little bit. And for, for you to win, you, if, you were, uh, uh, if you had the uh, red little, what do you call those, chips, and then if you had the black one, for you to win, you had to connect all four in a row. Right? You, everybody ever played that? It was actually like tic-tac-toe, but actually with four. And so today I want to talk to you about Connect Four. You know that Jesus not only came, most people say, well, Jesus came upon this earth so that he can die because we have sinned, because of what Adam and Eve did, and every person was born into sin. And while that's true, but there are even greater understanding than that, that Jesus came so that he can con It was... Uh, Jesus came not because he just wanted to die and then uh, just uh, beaten and nailed to the cross, but yet he spent 33 years upon this planet so that people can realize or God himself uh, can say that I want to connect with you on a personal level. Look at the things, and I want to give you a few things. The Lord Jesus himself wants to connect with humble and simple people. You know, oftentimes people say, oh, pastor, uh, uh, being a Christian, uh, it's so complicated. You ever hear that? There, there's so many rules. But look at what Jesus says. Uh, and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee in Mat Matthew 4. And, two, and he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Look at Jesus. He wanted to use common people. Right? They weren't educated at the university. They were not highly educated. These men just were fishermen. They were simple. And yet Jesus says that I am and he is the king of all kings and the lord of all lords. But he is able to walk by the sea and pick out men of simple and humble understanding. And say, you know what? I want to connect with you and use your life. Look at what else, Jesus. Uh, when people tell me, but pastor, I'm a simple person. But Jesus likes simple people. Look what else. He also connects with the outcasts. You know what outcast is? People that nobody wants. People that people talk about behind their back. Oh, don't hang out with him. He's no good. He's got a bad past. Look at what Jesus did. He went, the Bible says that he went out of his way to go through Samaria to meet a woman that was getting water at the well. And the Bible says that she was out there in the middle of the day. Now, if, you know, if you've ever been to Israel, I have been to Israel. It is hot, okay? It's desert. It's rocky. And when women would go get water, most of the time, they get it early in the morning because it was much cooler. But this woman was actually out in the middle of the day uh, getting water. You know, uh, many theologians, and even I've preached it, the reason why she was in the middle of the day is because nobody wanted to be around her because she had a past that nobody liked. 
And Jesus was sitting at the well and tells this woman, give me the drink. And then he says to her in John 4, 16, look at it. This is the outcast of society. He said to her, go and call your husband and come here. Verse 17, the woman said, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you have well said. You know what he said? I know, girl. You know, that's the young folk. I know, girl. For you have had five husbands. Ooh, that's a whole lot of gossip in the church. When you have a woman that's been married five husbands. And then look at what Jesus says. I know you don't have a husband because you've had five husbands, and the one you have now is not even your husband. Wow. Now, the Lord made his walk. He went out of his way to go into the city called Samaria to connect with somebody that society have shunned. The woman been married five times, y'all. And the one she has is not even hers. And yet, the Bible says, sir, I perceive you're a prophet. And look at what it says in verse 27. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with this woman. Yet nobody says, what do you seek or why are you talking to her? You know, you, you think about that God always are interested in connecting with people. And we think that Christianity is only for the high and mighty or the educated or, or the one that have thought. But, but Jesus was coming to humble people and he came to people that have broken lives and broken marriages and broken families. And he says, woman, I know you and, and I want to bless you. And, and while other people uh, uh, shun you, I made it out of my way to be here with you. Look at what else Jesus, he also spoke to the educated. In Matthew 2, 1 and 2. Now after Jesus was born at Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. You know that God not only Jesus not only want to reach those that are humble and simple and those that are outcasts, but he can also reach the educated people. C.S. Lewis wrote the great book called Mere Christianity. And he became, uh, he, and if you don't know anything about C.S. Lewis, shame on you. You should Google him, search him, and find that he was not just an ordinary man, but he was actually a professor at Oxford, uh, 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 Cambridge, uh, in England. He, he was one of the great educators of our time. He, he wrote the, uh, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, which they made a movie, and, and among many other things. But he came to Christianity at a much later age in his life. And yet he was saying that uh, Christianity is the only true faith, or believer of Christ is the only true faith. You know what else the Bible says? That only a fool says there's no God. And here, educated people touches, is touched by God himself. They would go out of their way to search him from the east. The educated. Look, look at what else that the Lord wants to touch. Did you know that Jesus came not just to die for us, but he came to touch and connect with the religious people too? What? 
I know a lot of people that go to church that need a touch. How many of y'all say amen to that? I know some preachers that need God to touch them. <laughs> it's true. Look at what it says in John 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou do except God be with him. Did you know that even God wants to touch the people that speak about him? You know, uh, uh, you know there, there is now that, uh, that theology or, or the Christian faith is now just a career choice. And, 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 and that now that it, it's just something that uh, it's no longer. A calling of God, but it's just something you do. But uh, Jesus says, I don't want you to, I want you to be. You know, what I do and who I am are two different things. And Jesus comes to even touch the religious. Look at what else. Jesus comes to deal with the sinners. You might not have broken marriage. You might not have, you might have not been an outcast. Might not uh, be a person. You might be what we call in the middle. I'm not too highly educated, but I'm not simple either. And you might be that person that's just a sinner. And look at what it says in Luke 5 3. And the scribes and the Pharisees complained against the disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus says, I come here to connect with them too. He also connects. With the adulterer. You know, in John 8, so when they continue asking, he raised up. And this is a story when a woman was caught in the very act of adultery. Now, that's crazy to me, but most people commit adultery behind closed doors. So I don't know how they know. But anyway, so when they continue asking, he raised up. He said, he who without sin among you, let them throw the first stone. Did you know that God even wanted to deal with the adulterer? And he says that. Where are your accusers? And the woman says, they're gone. He goes, either do I accuse you, go and sin no more. Now, why would Jesus, the king of glory, want to connect with this woman that by law should be stoned because she committed adultery? But yet he does. And he also connects with the sinner. He, did you know that God also connects with the wealthy? And the, we also read, many people teach, he said, oh, but the Bible says that uh, the wealthy, it's harder for a rich man to go to heaven than a camel to go through an eye, a needle. But look at what it says in Luke 5.30, and there was, uh, I'm sorry, in Matthew 27 and 57. When the evening was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. You know what? If you have a lot of money and you have a lot of means, did you know that Jesus want to connect with you too? People say, oh, I'm too rich. Maybe you're too rich to believe in Jesus because you think that religion or Christianity is a poor man or a poor person's faith. But no, Joseph of Arimathea was a wealthy man. And yet he said, Lord, my, uh, I will bow my head down to you. And see, Jesus, did you know that Jesus came to connect with children? children look at what he says in Matthew 19 but Jesus said let the little children come to me and do not forbid them for of such is the kingdom of heaven 
You know what? We celebrate Christmas, and oftentimes it's a stressful time. And did you know that Christmas oftentimes should be a joyous time, but uh, what they find out is, is it's often the most depressing time for a lot of people. But the, I, I want to tell you that this Christmas season, God wants to connect you. You know why today that you're sitting in these tables like this? Because I asked him, uh, the Lord gave me a revelation. I remember with the leadership team, I said, it sounds a lot better in my head. I hope it works out. But you know why we got you sitting at the table? It's not just to illustrate that this name of this church is a seat at the table because at God's table, everybody has a seat. But it's allowing you to connect with the person across from you over a cup of coffee that we're going to have, over some snacks, because God wants to get to know you, but we want to get to know you. And the only way you and I can get to know each other is by sitting down and having a connection. And that's why you're part of this illustration. Look at the person across the table from you. See, when, when we are typical facing the church and we just look forward, we usually are just seeing one way. But when you're around a table, you are connecting. You know what? Lastly, the Lord wants to connect with you. Yes, he came for the humble. Yes, he came for the educated, the religious, and the adulterer, and the children, and the sinners. But today, I want to ask you, this afternoon, God wants to connect with you before I formed you. The Bible says, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you the prophet to the nations. That's the word of the Lord. Where are you this season with God. You know what? Does anybody here still have their parents? Or is anyone here, you still, you have children or family? Isn't it exciting when they come for Christmas? Yes? Yes. I mean, around my house, my mom had nine of us kids. You can't help but be excited. Okay? Because it's loud. Everybody's talking at the same time. It doesn't matter if anybody's listening. That's the fun of it. You know, and you just stare at them and shake your head. Yeah. What did I say? I don't know. And, and the children and the grandkids. My mother has great grandkids. And, and you have a great time. But the disappointment is and that while we are connected during Christmas, and but during the year we never call our mom. Would that be a disappointment? How about this? How about during the year? I invite you over my house and we celebrate Christmas. But then, then the rest of the time of the year, you never hear from me. And that's how we do Jesus sometimes. It's, it's not connecting with God and coming to church during the holidays. But it's about connecting with God every day. That rhyme right there, y'all. Come on. It is not about just saying, I'll pastor, I'll show up. But what, what about being part of a community? Because I'm happy to see you during the holiday. I'm happy to see you in special occasion. But you know what? Just like my mother, she's not just happy to see me at Christmas or hear me at Thanksgiving. But she's happy when I call her and say, Mama, how are you doing? How are we doing with connecting with God? 
I want to tell you that there is a connect four. You know why? It's because it's God the Father. It's God the Son. It's God the Holy Spirit. And it's you. Connect four. The only way this situation wins is we have to be there. Did you know that the only way that you and I can win is I have to be involved in your life. It's just like a father. He has to be involved in his children's life. He has to make everything. It's just like a husband. He has to be involved in his wife's life. And she has to be involved. And, and so we have to have God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are perfect. But yet he says, you know what? I want to connect with you. I want to connect for. And so this afternoon... Where is your connection? Because God wants to connect with you every day. Not just a holiday, but every day. And so when you're sitting around these table, I know there's somebody here today that uh, there are some military men that's in our presence today. There are people that have sacrificed and they were in the military. How do I know that? There, there are some that was on the special forces sitting in our room. Did you know there is a person today that was educated uh, uh, the, in the University of Tokyo in Japan? And they speak fluent Japanese. How do I know that? Because somewhere along the line, there was a connection. Did you know there's someone here uh, that uh, used to be an architect? Did you know that there's someone here uh, that have a gift of music. Did you know that there's someone in our midst today that have played in front of presidents? Wow. How do you know until you connect? Did you know that there are some today that have traveled all over the country for many years doing worship? for God. But how do you know? Did you know that there is someone here that is very educated and helps people that have gone through strokes? How do you know that? Because there is a connection. Did you know today that there are uh, people that are extraordinary among us? Did you know that today there is a, actually a trumpet player? Wish he were brought his trumpet today. That, that he was an executive of a Fortune 500 company at one time? How do you know until you connect? And so this afternoon as we are about to share with you the snacks and the coffee, make a connection and learn and realize that when you're sitting around the table, it's not just a person or just someone that you just met, but make it a conversation because God made it an effort to come down from glory and to, to be with us, among us, and limited by our or his ability in the flesh. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe upon him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Can we stand?